So we thought we'd check our local shelter. We had been there. There had been no dogs that we wanted. And we walked in, and here's this guy. He's this little peanut. He's like a tiny, tiny puppy. He's nine weeks old. And we looked at him. He started to cry because he was just the dog for us. My husband always wanted a Labradoodle. I've had Labradors, so I didn't really care. We asked about him, and they said his name was Jack. Well, Jack was my uncle's name. He had died, and he had raised me. So it was just, we picked him up, and that was it. Dogs are the only love you can buy. That was Jane Trent from the math department telling us about her puppy, Jack. My name is Carly. My name is Abby. My name is Julia. We are students in the dog course, and we interviewed Miss Trent about her life with the dog. In 2016, Miss Trent was interviewed by another group of students in the dog course, which is taught by Professor Falbo, to talk about her dog, Maggie, who unfortunately passed away. We decided to check in with her and her new dog, Jack, who is quickly becoming an icon in the math department on campus. We asked Miss Trent to briefly describe a day in the life of Jack. First thing I do is I take care of him. I, I fix his food, and then he has a treat after his food, and then we play some fetch games in the house. And I, I like getting up early with him and just having that quiet time. I have my coffee, and he, he does his playing. And my husband usually gets up, and I make my husband's breakfast, and he glues himself to my husband because Rob, my second husband, feeds him from the table, which I don't do. So... Jack knows this, so he sticks right with him. Alexandra Horowitz, an animal behavior expert and author, explains that humans and dogs create a bond with animals who are not our own species, and asks, why do we do this? Some of the reasons she says are simple. Dogs are easy to have around. Their natural rhythms of sleep and wakefulness match ours. They're ready to be awake when we are ready to take them out. They are trainable. They can keep us company for years. Although Jack's stay seems like that of an average dog, Miss Trent goes on to explain the rest of her day with him. When most owners leave for work in the morning, they must say goodbye to their furry friends, but for Miss Trent, she gets the luxury of bringing Jack with her. We get in the car, we go to work, and then he walks around a bit on campus with me in the morning because he just needs a little bit of exercise. And now you just, well, you can't see him, but he's just snoozing. He's taking a break. Then at work, different things I do. I take him to the coffee room. At lunchtime, we go out. He has his lunch. When I get home from work, usually the first thing I do is take him out again. A review article published in 2017 in the International Journal of Environmental Research and Public Health explains that when an employee brings a dog to work, whether as a service dog or pet, the effects on the workplace extend beyond the employee. Indeed, the entire business milieu, including other coworkers, managers, maintenance, and custodial staff, and customers or clients, may be affected by the presence of the dog. The authors note that some effects may be positive. For example, empirical evidence supports the notion that dogs may provide social support, improve performance, and increase social interactions. However, as the article states, and as some would argue, pets in the workplace can be a bother. They cause too many distractions, they are difficult to control and keep quiet, and they may create an uncomfortable work environment for those with allergies or fears. In order for Jack to be successful in the work environment and prove the negative assumptions wrong, Miss Trent had to do a lot of training and even come up with her own commands to keep him calm and collected. It's worked to just get a little bit of a reward and praise him a lot. Be very, very, very consistent. Because he will get away with what he can get away with. But I, I have to say, I, I've been fairly strict with him because I'm very aware that he has to be a good dog when he's on campus. I, 
I do have this dental leader my girlfriend used for her seeing eye dog, and it, it does help keep him a little bit more under control when he's on campus, when he's outside. I would find it hard to work somewhere where I wasn't able to have the dog with me. That I'm just so used to it. Caroline Knapp, in her memoir, Pack of Two, explains how a relationship with a dog can be healthy and sustaining and rich. About her dog, Lucille, she writes, her presence helped ease the fear and emptiness and provided a comforting presence. Ms. Chen explains a similar, similar relationship with her dog. I tend to be a very anxious person, and I'm not as anxious when I'm with the dog. I'm not afraid because there's always, there's always a, another person, another dog, another being with me. It is clear that Jack enjoys going to work with Ms. Trent as he loves being around her. Another benefit to having Jack in her office is that he draws many students in because they all know he's a very social dog. He has just really increased my interaction with students. I have met students that aren't math majors, that aren't anything connected with the math department, but they had a class and party and they met him. I've met some students that were like me, first generation college students. And there's a connection there. I've had interaction with pretty much everyone, that people that I might not have met. And it's just been amazing. I am just so fortunate to have him here. According to Adam McClosey, an ethologist and an expert on dog cognition and behavior, dogs growing up with a family acquire a set of social skills that help them to form a close relationship with their owners. As McClosey explains, dogs who grow up with a family form better connections with their owners, so they have better social relationships and competence. In Jack's case, the Lafayette students would have served as an extended family to add to Jack's human connections. But dogs are just great icebreakers and just, I have much more student contact in my office when he's with me. The students will come in to talk to him. I'm sometimes I down the copy room and I come back and there's four or five students on the floor of my office with Jack, and I love it. I, I absolutely love it. It makes me a better person having it. We also asked Ms. Trent how the quarantine went and if Jack was nice to have around. Jack seemed to be very impactful on Ms. Trent's quarantine life in a good way. As Horowitz explains, dogs have a sort of inner clock which helps them get into a routine. As one can imagine, Jack was confused at the beginning of quarantine. I don't know that I could have done as well with quarantine if I hadn't had him. Because I, it was, I don't know what it was like for you folks, but it, here it, it kind of seemed like it'd be okay and I would still be on campus, you know, I miss the students, but I'd be in a couple of weeks, right? That's what I thought. And then campus kind of closed down abruptly. And I was pulling files and, and getting everything together to work from home, which I had never, ever done. My job has really been connected here. So it was incredible upheaval and trying to get the home office set up and everything else. And he was confused because he's used to going to work every single day with me. So it took him a while to figure out what was going on. He kept going to the door and sitting at the door and waiting to go to work. And finally, he kind of connected it that when I went upstairs and shut the office door, that 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 was what he was doing. Although Miss Trent was working from home during quarantine, having Jack was very beneficial for her well-being. But, you know, taking care of him made me a little calmer because I had to get out every day. I had to get away from the, the screen. I had to stop looking at how many people were sick and, and you know, worry about my family. And my, it just it was wonderful to have him. And I, I don't know how I could have gotten through the, the pandemic through the quarantine as, as well as I did because he got a lot of walks. Parks closed where we live, but we were able to walk up and down on the streets and we went out a couple, sometimes three times a day. And it was it was good to 
people have a reason to get out there and to stop looking at, stop looking at the, the news. After learning so much about Jack's life at Lafayette, we were so excited to be able to meet him on campus when we were able to go back. For all three of us, it has been a challenging semester learning from home and trying to connect to the Lafayette community. Miss Trent, Jack, and her many stories about owning dogs has given us a look at what the Lafayette community is all about. He's perfect and wonderful. He's the best dog in the world. I just absolutely love him. Every time I lose a dog, I think, well, I'll never love him. There'll never be another dog like the one I lost. And, you know, there never is a dog like that, but there's just such capacity to, to love, and it just, it just expands me to have another dog. Mm -hmm.